The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Hello, Jen, and uh, thanks for joining in and uh, tuning in with uh, the Wellness Lounge a step further. The Wellness Lounge is uh, a signature brand of Wellness Interactive, and as always, we're really, really grateful and humbled uh, by you all listening in all over the world. We have uh, an amazing guest today. She is actually visiting, revisiting, or coming back to share more exciting news about uh, how we can uh, help uh, navigate our, our young people in our communities to uh, success and education and leadership. We love all that. And I think it's um, one of those things where it, of course, takes a village. And we all know that. We hear that. Uh, so thanks again for listening around the world. Before we get to uh, Tracy Gray, who is our um, guest today, I want to read you guys a passage from 10, Live 10, and it's by Terry A. Smith. And it's just something in here that, uh, um, well, there's a lot in this book. And I just have to say he is my pastor. And I just love this book. It always has something that we can all relate to. And so I'd like to just go to this uh, one paragraph um, uh, that uh, kind of resonates around teen and being young and so on. So. It says, in my late teenage years, I somehow knew that my calling was to lead a great church in a suburb of New York City. I had never even been to New York City. I just knew that this was my destiny. But youthful immaturity mixed with this God calling produced an overabundance of unrefined ambition. People would ask, me what I plan to do with my life, and I would boldly announce that I was going to lead a church in a suburb of New York City. I would then specify the number of people that I expected to lead. It was an incredibly large number. I'm embarrassed when I think about it. I started a file detailing the core values of this church, how it would be organized, and some of the big things I believed we would accomplish. And, of course, uh, he went on to do some of the most amazing things uh, with our church. And so I'm really uh, very proud to be a member of the Life Christian Church. But that passage really uh, also um, uh, speaks to some of what uh, 
uh, our guest will be talking about today, uh, Tracy Gray, leadership, and what young people are actually thinking about. And maybe it's not so much building a church, but it certainly is being grounded in the sense of uh, how you can navigate that whole life experience of connecting mind, body, spirit, but then going on to become great leaders and embracing uh, what Tracy calls STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Now, that's that. Let me just give a little bit of a background on her again. Uh, she's the founder and president of the Sankofa Global Project. <clears throat> she has devoted her, excuse me, her professional life as an educator and entrepreneur, developing interdisciplinary curricula and creating and directing diversity and intercultural programs at institutions, including the Ethical Culture Filson School in New York City, 12 Comics Learning Support Program, and the Carey School in San Mateo, California. Uh, Tracy, Tracy has also launched international partnerships to extend cultural and global awareness and interaction through her work with the Antelope Foundation in Kenya. Infinite Family in South Africa and the Ghana Initiative of the National Opportunities, the National Association of Negro Business and Professional Women. My apologies. Sankofa Global supports underrepresented students by introducing them to opportunities in science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So on that note, I just want to say thank you again for joining us, Tracy. Can't wait to uh, kind of catch up and uh, let our listeners know uh, what you've been doing and where this uh, whole STEAM platform is going for our, our young people. How are you? I'm doing well, Desiree. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on the program again. I really appreciate it. Oh, fantastic. Well, we <laughs> definitely need uh, great minds like yours and, you know, great educators uh, focused on young people because they're our future. So um, I just want to start by just um, getting more information uh, on how your experience has been navigating this platform. Now, um, you, it's huge, obviously. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the beautiful part about it is, is that it can be available for any communities, any schools. But how did you get to this uh, idea um, uh, that you wanted to create this? Because you began as a, a teacher, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, of course did. I know that. What am I saying? Yes, you were a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so how well, did you get to this? Well, I... In my journey as an educator, I've worked in public and private partnerships and public and independent schools, and I noticed a few things along the way which mirrored some of my own experiences as a student. When I was a classroom teacher and when I was the director of education at the 12 Comics Learning Support Program, I noticed that while girls in particular were interested in science and in math, they sort of pulled back a little bit from it. Um, that sort of mirror, that not sort of, it did mirror my experience as a middle school student where I found that teachers were teaching math in a way that 
I did not understand. They, they weren't speaking my language as a student. So much so, um, I'll just share this one anecdote. My brother and I were in the same, um, the same algebra class. And my brother is, he's a brilliant, brilliant scientist currently. But we were just ninth and 10th graders at the time. He's at the University of Southern California now, right? Yes, yes, he's in Southern mm -hmm. California. He's actually a biomedical electrical engineer. Mm -hmm. And he is a pre-college advisor in the MESA program, program the math and um, science mm -hmm. program at USC. And he also works for the L.A. Unified School District, um, teaching teachers how to uh, teach students math and science. And so, so somehow, I'm listening to this now, somehow he became the great scientist and mathematician. Yes. And, and yes. you're, you're a, you, of course, are brilliant in your own way, but you're yes. not necessarily the scientist or the mathematician. Correct. So you guys started together in algebra. We started in algebra. <laughs> and my brother, the teacher was speaking his language. Uh -huh. and he, and being able to connect with him in a way that he understood the content. Now, was this now, a male uh, teacher? This is or a male teacher. teacher. This is a male teacher, yes. Mm. And my brother um, sat in the back of the class, and he's an introvert and very much, you know, a very shy person, actually, in spite of all his brilliance and his capacity to reach large groups of people. Um, he sat quietly in the back learning, and I sat in the front, and I was lost. Completely. Well, wait, okay, so why do you think the teacher was speaking his language and not well, yours? What were you missing at the time? I was missing the hands-on experience. I could not connect what was on the page to what was expected of me as a student. Now, do you it, think that had anything sense. to do with being a girl? Pardon? Do you think that had anything to do with being a girl? A girl? It definitely had to do with being okay. a girl, and it definitely had to do with my experience as a learner. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, uh, each of us has different learning styles, right? And it is it is the responsibility, and the and it should be the commitment of the teacher to find out the learning styles of each student and meet a student's needs. Where my brother was a is a very linear, logical. Um, a practical learner, I needed something different. And the teacher was, did not recognize that and was not able to reach me as a student. And so, so much so that one day the teacher said in front of the entire class, Tracy, why aren't you as smart as your brother in algebra? Wow. Yes. yes. Oh, boy. So that sent a message to me and to the entire class. Now, I, was a year, I am a year older than my brother. And what that message said to me was, I can't learn algebra. And I've spoken with many young women who had a similar experiences, that they were made to feel that they couldn't learn the content. So, of course, you, you, you uh, yes. feel that that's changing now. You think it's obviously it changing. Is. Or it's no? beginning to change. It's beginning to change because teachers are beginning to recognize that Students have different learning styles, and that teachers are really working to figure out how students learn and match the curricula to their learning experiences. Now, you got to understand, I went to school many years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think we all did. <laughs> <laughs> many years ago. And so 
from I, but my experience in that particular situation, I ended up with a D in the class, and I never took math again in high school because I thought I couldn't learn. Yeah, yeah. I and I and some of that, um, uh, it, uh, I guess, with all of the uh, the social science science uh, approach Correct. to how we respond and learn and, and all of these things. Uh, Absolutely. Later on, did you see that um, when you didn't take it in high school, you didn't take math in high school, did you, did you feel or see that it affected you in any other way? Like, because the, no. the whole platform yes, because, is, uh, I think, because math, focusing yes, on grabbing math, young people yes, and really yes. nurturing leadership along with these Correct. amazing skills that uh, the Sankofa uh, Global yes. Project represents. And so right. do you think that has anything to do also with um, uh, uh, leadership skills, too? Completely. No? Completely has to do with leadership skills. Okay. Um, there is extensive research that talks about that if you, if you learn math and you learn science and you learn the, the, the basic foundation, you, you get those skills in trigonometry, geometry, and physics and chemistry, you can go into any field and be completely competent. Because you've learned a, a method of, of, of implementing um, different, different avenues of learning. Hmm. So you can be, you can have, I, I know many people, one of my good friends talks about this. Uh, her parents were scientists. Uh, my, my friend, um, who, uh, Michelle Crothamer, who's the head of the upper school at Spence, her parents were scientists. And uh, right. they're mm-hmm. both very scientist, and she excelled in science So the upper and school math. science is in New York City, just in case yes, yes, in New York people City. don't know. Yes, and so she excelled in science and math, but when she went to college, she studied French literature and excelled, and it did, did exceptionally well. And as you see, the, the, the benefits of being in that still science and math programs and having parents who were scientists benefit her greatly because she's a leader in one of the most elite independent schools in New York City. Right. Amazing. I love that. I yes. love that. So, I thought there, yeah. there, there is a direct I, I correlation between those skills. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. So um, the other thing is um, once I just, you know, there, so that there's a good ending to the story, once I went to college, however, there was a teacher, Mr. Balamukwe, who um, was from Nigeria. And I learned algebra in his class because he taught to how I learned as a student. And mm-hmm. it changed the way I thought about math and science. It empowered me in a way that I felt like, oh, I do know how to do this. I do have the skills. I do have the competency to learn math and science. And so that turned, that, that turned a corner for me mm-hmm. as a student. And as a teacher, it, it, it gave me an appreciation that each student has a different learning style. And my job as an educator was to find out their learning styles and match the curricula to their needs. So uh, that's my... Excellent, excellent. Yes. So let yes. me, let me uh, just go back to high school for a moment. So you heard me yes. uh, just you know, read this passage from my pastor's book, and he spoke about having this vision of, Yes. You know, being a pastor and opening a huge church in New York City and all those great things. So let's go back to you. So you're in high yes. school and you don't take math, uh, but 
Do you have this vision of where you want to be? Is it education or is it something else? My my vision as a, a young person, Teenager. I wanted to change the world. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's wonderful. But yes, still, I, I yeah, to that's usually, world. I think, um, uh, just, you know, in high school, that's when you're really wanting to you know, sort of conquer the world. So yes. um, stay with me for a moment now. Yes. Yes. You did not really think uh, or you didn't miss math, but you still wanted to conquer the world. Correct. Okay. Correct. So I, just, just so I'm, I'm clear, because I think we do uh, obviously need uh, the science and the technology, all of this, we, as, as young people and as uh, women or young girls, yes. we need all of that. But when the leadership comes into to the forefront, when you're focused on leadership, you're focused, yes. uh, and this is really just rhetorical or, I don't know, you're focused on uh, what you can grab to sustain, uh, you know, moving forward in a really big way to conquer the world, so to speak. Correct. Okay. And I have so, to say, which and I brings have us to, to your program. My, my experience, too, um, as a student was greatly uh, impacted and affected by my parents. Okay. And my vision of wanting to make a difference in the world it had yes. very much to do with the family and the community that I was a part of. Right. So it, di- I d- it didn't happen in a vacuum. It happened right. as I saw the example of my parents, as I saw the example of the people around me who were making a difference. I wanted to be a part of that story. I wanted that to be my narrative, that I wanted to make a difference. And as I became an educator and seeing some of the students, some of the girls, in fact, shrink back. My colleagues and I conducted a gender equity study to look at our practice as educators. Mm-hmm. And in that study, we found that how we were interacting with the students, girls and boys, was not particularly equitable. Mm-hmm. We, from our language to how we sat the students at our meet- in meeting area to how we presented curricula, to how we provided materials to them. We spent a year studying our practice as educators and made major changes as classroom teachers to make a difference for the students. So that was another pivotal moment for me as an educator, being sensitive to the fact of my teaching practice and making sure that each student felt comfortable and felt a part of the conversation when it came to all components of curricula, when it came to building, when it came to um, resolving conflict, when it came to even having students answer questions, making sure that each student had an opportunity to speak up. And so that contributed to my, uh, my experience as an educator. And when I um, was director of education at 12 Comics Learning Support Program, I, I noticed it even more with the girls that they loved creating comic, creating comic book characters. They loved the storyline. But when <laughs> it came to, they did. They, they enjoyed it. They loved the relational aspect of the character. But when it came to defining the science behind their powers, let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. I actually have a superhero character, and her name <laughs> is Blaine. Yes, I'm a Love that. And so part of my job in developing my character as a superhero, is defining the science behind my powers. And so my job was, okay, I'm a speedster. Flame is my character. Where did, where did my um, 
uh, uh, powers originate from. You know, you've got uh, Bruce Banner, and um, who's the Hulk, and he, um, his happens through radiation. For mm-hmm. me, as flame, mine was through pyroclastic energy. Pyroclastic energy is the energy that causes lava to move. So that was my, the origin of my story. I found that when working with girls, they had a little bit more difficulty or a little, were a little more shy in exploring the sciences and in defining how they got the science behind their powers. Mm. It led me to, yes, it, that led me to say, okay, and it, 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 you know, I was with 12 Comics for seven years. And so this, I had some research that I could draw upon into launching my next venture, which was Sankofa Global. And in talking with students um, at um, several universities um, in California and across the country, I found that some of the experiences of young women, and it's documented, it's, it's, it's been documented thoroughly through Stanford, UCLA, USC, um, all across the country, and even in the workforce, the different experiences that women are having, young women are having as they're entering the sciences. Things are changing, but change is slow. And it's, mm-hmm. But recognizing that there's some of the challenges is half the battle. Right, exactly. Hold that thought for us uh, for a moment, uh, Tracy. We'll be right back. We're going to have to break for commercial. Thank you so much again for tuning in. We're speaking with Tracy Gray, the founder and CEO of uh, the Sankofa Project. We shall return in a moment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Tracy Gray. 
She is the uh, founder and CEO of Sankofa Global. We love that. Love it, love it. Global. So, Tracy, thanks again for yes. joining us. And uh, I want to get uh, right into focusing on what uh, your program offers, which, uh, you know, when I look mm-hmm. at the brochure, it says the Tinker Days Workshop in a Box, uh, Sankofa Global Innovation Steam Lab. Oh, I can't wait to go over all this. <laughs> yes, yes. With the Tinker Days, I, you know, I, for some reason I thought, oh boy, the Tinker Days, that, that was something, I don't know, uh, huge with technology, but it's the coolest thing. It's yes. what, students tinker with things and ideas. I love it. Yes, you know, some of the ways that I found students hear the word science, they hear chemistry, they hear physics, and those words alone can strike fear into students. Yes. <laughs> I still and even adults. It still strikes fear. Physics, oh my gosh, I still think about physics in college and I just Oh okay, right. you're right. <laughs> right. And so, um, like I said, you know, what I'm grateful for is my brother and I have a very good relationship, and we're both educators, and we're both committed to student learning. And so, and, and as an educator, I get to be a learner all the time. Learning never stops. I am a lifelong learner. And part of my journey in developing the Sankofa Global Project was to conduct research. And part of that was I went to USC, and I observed um, they have what's called Mesa Madness. And during Mesa Madness, they spent time actually tinkering. So I adopted um, some of the Mesa Magic Madness uh, projects by uh, bringing in creating a speedboat, designing a robotic arm, mm-hmm. creating a car, where students actually build. They become scientists. They become engineers. They become mathematicians by measuring, by putting together, reading directions, mm-hmm. <laughs> putting together, using the materials that we provide for them to build. Um, I've done a few projects like this with students in, um, um, in after-school programs in the, some of the camps that I've, um, I've overseen over the co- uh, past couple of years, past three years, and it is amazing watching students measure, cut, saw, um, uh, wood, and building a birdhouse and feeling a great sense of accomplishment, and then reflecting back as, now, what is that? What because, so did you so use? then yeah. uh, it's, it's the whole physical aspect of uh, learning as well as uh, the, um, the mind. Correct. Sort of combining the mind and the physical aspect. I think that's awesome, and, and it, it's, it really is needed. Uh, we have less... Uh, Activity, um, I understand, um, in our schools, uh, physical yes. activity. And that's uh, uh, art being taken out of the school. It's uh, yes. even gym being taken out of the school. No yes. physical activity. I understand your approach in making sure that the mind is connected to the physical activity. But how do you Correct. feel about, uh, you know, the, the whole total uh, – disconnect with uh, what's happening with our schools, um, the art being taken out, the, the, the phys ed, all of that. Is there something that, <clears throat> excuse me, allows them to pull back in a sense where they don't uh, uh, move fast forward into this whole 
steam again? I mean, is that something well, that could uh, take away from it? Well, I believe that we, we are seeing the result of students not having hands-on experience. Uh, ah, we're seeing, right. We're seeing through the testing that's taking place, through students' um, interaction with one another in the classroom, they're not uh, the, the whole 21st century skills matrix was designed to help us get back to giving students opportunities to collaborate, to mm. create, to develop critical thinking skills, to do problem solving. And so, and these are principles that are timeless. Lucy Sprague Mitchell, the founder of Bank Street College, the, that was her idea behind progressive education. Felix Adler from the, from the Ethical Culture Field School, that was the foundation, progressive education. Progressive education was the framework, the, the blueprint to developing the school. John Dewey for the school in Chicago. Um, these great educators knew the benefit of students having an interactive experience, that it is learning by doing. Learning by doing is crucial. And so well, I, I have to, to I, I definitely have to um, uh, tell the listeners because, yes. uh, uh, I mean, you so eloquently just spoke about all of these uh, amazing uh, uh, educators and, um, you know, I, I guess, <clears throat> excuse me, what I'd like to share for me is that uh, Tracy was actually – my two daughters, uh, kindergarten teacher. So I'm so humbled and proud to have you here because <laughs> I, when, when you're sort of just running off these ed- amazing educators and some of, you know, uh, which you're, you're very close to, you've worked with these institutions, I must say, you know, being their kindergarten teacher, everything that you just mentioned I saw in action when I would pick up the girls from the kindergarten class. And I think that's important because um, most people would agree, and there are a lot of studies, from zero to six years old is just so important. Yeah. But if you're not engaging with them, with what you call here, with your platform, the Tinker Days, yeah. uh, I, I would think on, on uh, just the, the, the youngest level, if you're not uh, engaging with them, then I don't know uh, – that um, uh, they're going to have a comfortable uh, navigation process as they go through middle school, high school. And I'm not an educator, but I come from a family of educators, and I know that you could speak to this. I just uh, see what has happened with my daughters, and I know it began in your kindergarten class. And so, uh, you know, when I tell people, when they ask me about my children and what they've done, I always go back to your kindergarten class because my older daughter, and I'm probably just sharing this now with everybody, but my older daughter is actually um, a USC scholar, and she holds the order of the torch, and she was Miss USC, and it wasn't a pageant. She uh, controlled their quarter of a million dollar budget. Uh, uh, as, I think she was only like 19 or 20 years old, and she was over 200 volunteers. Fantastic. And then my, my uh, uh, youngest daughter, she just graduated in May, and she was the uh, editor-in-chief of USC's newspaper. And the newspaper is 100 years old. She was the first African-American. So I say all this because then I'm going to let you just talk and mm-hmm. take it away because I know for a fact it obviously does uh, begin with parents. But I'll tell you, when we send our kids to school 
Yes. And that first uh, year or second year, pre-K, kindergarten, it is so valuable. And I just remember <laughs> that you had those tinker days. <laughs> yes. They were always yes. doing something. So yes. I'm hoping that when you listen to Tracy, I'm saying all this now because if you listen to Tracy, I think uh, she's framing it out not just uh, – for uh, the early childhood, but uh, middle school, high school, right up into college. So thank yeah. you, thank you, Tracy. Well, you know, it, it's interesting you say that because I, I did want to talk a little bit more about the younger years before I um, jump into talking about what mm-hmm. you're currently doing. If you've noticed, especially in New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio just implemented a new pre-K initiative where all the, the the pre-K program has exploded. I had mm-hmm. the privilege and the opportunity to facilitate professional development for over 300 people who are uh, starting out as pre-K teachers, people who are shifting into pre-K again, um, just to get them ready to help students become learners that actually that are active. And you really, if you have an opportunity, there's a wonderful New York Times article written about the Universal the Common Core and Pre-K program for New York City um, that has just been incredible. It's had an incredible start, and we're conducting professional development throughout the year to support the teachers. And so there is a move back to looking at the 21st century matrix, matrix like I said, to, mm. uh, to help students learn how to collaborate, learn how to problem solve, learn how to... Uh, to work together to solve problems. Have those tinker days. <laughs> so let's speak about workshop in a box. Yes. And so yes. what does that consist of? The, uh, the Sankofa uh, Global uh, will present to yes. educators or to institutions. Could you elaborate more on that, we workshop work. in a box? Sankofa Global... I'm very, very grateful that we had the opportunity to work with community-based organizations and schools. Um, we, I did one of my first workshops in a box in West Oakland, California, with some middle school students where we had students looking at how do you use science, technology, engineering, art, and math to solve the challenges facing your community. If we're having students look at the challenges that they know that they're living with in their community and have them become problem solvers, it will change the demographics, the the financial component of a community. We started looking at, first of all, we started off defining what is science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Then I asked students, what opportunities do you think you have when you graduate from high school? And you have to meet students where they are. Yeah. they, 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 they saw, some of them saw, well, I want to go into sports. Well, maybe I can work at a retail store. Maybe I can work at a fast food restaurant. Maybe I can work at, maybe I can go to college. I hope I can go to college. And this is the students where, and, and let me just give, uh, give you a framework for West Oakland. In West Oakland, there are 58 um, liquor stores, you know, where there's alcohol sold, and zero grocery stores. Oh, God. And, right. And the students find that as one of the challenges in their community, that they did not have access to adequate food for their families. A lot of these families, like I said, are underrepresented. Their parents, some of them have cars, some of them don't, which means they have to drive out of the community to go buy groceries. Mm -hmm. 
And so from looking at how do you use STEAM to solve some of the challenges in the, your community, we talked about what – so that led to our Food, Fitness, and Tech Day. So we spent a week prior, prior to the uh, Food, Fitness, and Tech Day, we spent a week um, doing our workshop in a box in a very abbreviated version, looking at the challenges faced in the community, looking at how do you bring attention to the challenges, how do you solve the problem, how do you use social media to bring attention to the challenges. I think that's just uh, uh, amazing. It's, it's awesome because uh, I, I think uh, once you get the kids active, in their yes. community on whatever level, as you said, yes. meet them where they are. I mean, that's, that's pretty empowering. It is incredibly empowering. We were very fortunate um, and because we, we, we were very fortunate the students were worked together either in teams or they worked individually to build websites to put content to bring attention to some of the challenges in their community. Some of the challenges they identified was gang violence bullying, cyberbullying, homelessness, evictions, real-life problems. We're not talking fluff. We're wow. talking about giving, giving students the tools to bring attention to the challenges in their community. A lot of them talked about the child trafficking that's going on. That really? People, and oh, at what age uh, are you uh, These were seventh engaging? This, was, this particular group were seventh graders. Wow. And they, they, did, they conducted research. They put the research on the website, and they promoted their website. We would do hashtag, hashtag um, no drugs in the hood, hashtag mm-hmm. we need groceries. It just The students were very engaged in making sure that they were bringing attention to some of the challenges in their community. Then we so that said, oh, sorry. Yes. That, so, yes. so you're engaging on all levels uh, of Correct. technology, which I think is so important because yes. it's not disappearing <laughs> ever, ever, right. ever. No. <laughs> so no. it's always going to um, uh, move forward, and our young people need to excel in technology Correct. to um, you know, become, I think, great leaders or, or to become great uh, entrepreneurs uh, in the area yes. of technology, because this is our new world. Correct. I was, you know, one of the components of the workshop in the box, box is to involve people who are innovators and who are entrepreneurs to talk with students, to engage with students. So I was very fortunate to have Wayne Sutton, who is a serial entrepreneur. He writes for the Wall Street Journal, and he is also a VC, a venture capitalist for BuildUp. Build up VC. Wow, great! Oh, uh, yeah. Could you hold that thought, and we're going to come yeah. back and speak uh, about uh, uh, Wayne Sutton, uh, the journalist, I believe you said, Wall Street Journal. We're going to from the Wall Street Journal. We're going to have to break for commercial, Tracy. Okay, and listeners, so stay tuned. We're speaking to Tracy Gray from the San Colfer Project, and she is enlightening our minds on young people and leadership and. STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And we shall return. Thank you. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for waiting and uh, joining us. Uh, I say waiting because uh, we have to pay bills. We have commercials. (laughs) And, oh, by the way, if anyone wants to become an advertiser of the show, please uh, definitely feel free to give us a call or shoot us an email. Um, We are speaking with... Tracy Gray, and she's the the founder of Sankofa Global Project, and uh, we're so excited that she's enlightening our minds on uh, STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Tracy, we were just speaking about uh, Walter Sutton. He's a journalist for the Wall Street Journal. Yes. Wayne Sutton is... Oh, Wayne Sutton. Okay. Yes. Um, In um, Silicon Valley, actually, and his organization... Build Up VC is committed to bringing as many people as possible into entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, He is a writer for the Wall Street Journal, and he's an amazing person and mentor for many in Silicon Valley. He's an African-American man who um, is committed to seeing the digital divide be crossed. He doesn't want to see a digital divide. He wants as many people as possible to be empowered in making sure that they're being able to be entrepreneurs, they're able to uh, grow in technology and in science. So, it, it Right, which, which makes, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. You don't want to leave anybody out of this whole yes. mix because it's Correct. moving so quickly. So you might miss a, a great mind, you know? Yes. And, and so and his organization, like I said, is Build Up VC. So he, he's an amazing person to contact. But um, he, was, um, he actually spoke with our students about becoming entrepreneurs. He was saying, you know, you can solve some of these problems in your community by using the tools that are available in technology. How could you do that? And we problem solve, we brainstorm with the students, and that's how we came up with our food, fitness, and tech workshop. We decided to focus on the food divide that is in West Oakland. 
And in our excellent, uh, food, yes, and our food, fitness, and tech workshop, which was part of Sankofa Global um, Workshop in a Box, was look taking the day. We we had um, uh, someone from Wellness come in. We had um, the Bay Area Rapid Transit Director Robert Rayburn come in. We had Hope Collaborative come in. These are all organizations that are all committed to making a difference and making sure that the people of West Oakland are crossing so, the food divide. That, that's, that's excellent. So um, how does that look for a small town or a large city? Or, you know, how does this look uh, on another, another part of the world, yeah. in another part of the world, the same well, workshop sure. in a box? Working well, with young people it, and communities. It, getting, so we have people that listen in. They're, they're listening from China, France, Italy, Spain. So how does that look for children around the world? Because it is a global platform. Your platform is global. Is global. Yes. Is it the same approach or a lot is there of something it, it different? It can be the same approach, but one of the things I've learned is making sure I get to know that the Sankofa gets to know the community with whom they're working. What, right. may, what may have worked in West Oakland may work differently in Brooklyn. Exactly. But the principles, the principles are the same. Is using science, technology, engineering, art, and math to solve the problems in your community because it is possible. So right. Is, now, do uh, you see this also as a platform um, for after-school programs all over the country or well, the world for that's that That's my dream. That's my dream. To see okay. after-school communities, even I mean, the, when I did the workshop in the box, I actually went into the school during the school day. I worked with um, this amazing principal um, in West, at West Oakland Middle School, Ron Smith, who invited me in to do the, uh, the project with their, his students uh, with the seventh grade, and that led to the food, fitness, and tech workshop. So whether it is Sankofa Global working with schools during the school day for a couple of hours, whether it's in an after-school program, whether it's in a Saturday program, we are available to make that happen. And so part of my job as the, as the leader of the Sankofa Global Project is to make connections and partnerships with different organizations, and that's some of the stuff that I'm doing right now. Excellent, um, excellent. So now, um, you. last but not least, you have another platform, uh, yes. part of the uh, Sankofa Global, which is Innovation STEAM Lab, Introduction yes. to Computer Science, uh, Sankofa Innovators Learn and Practice Key Computer Science Concepts. Now, is that, or how is that different from uh, the workshop in a box? Is that uh, uh, similar in, in some cases, or it's completely different? It's it's different in that with the workshop in the box, we're, we're really deconstructing what is science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And prior to that, with the Tinker Days, we're actually doing hands-on experience and then connecting it to science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Then with the Innovation Lab, it's a little deeper. It is a lot deeper, actually. It's and what ages? Ages, it's middle school, this, and you know, more actually, you can do it for any age group. But starting in middle school, I think is most appropriate, and that's my personal and professional opinion. Starting in middle school, where students are actually doing intro into computer science classes, it's not, in my opinion, and in, in talking with other scientists and other um, um, uh, mathematicians, 
it's not enough just to have a very superficial view of or superficial experience interacting with um, digital devices, mobile devices, or even a laptop or tablet. That's being a consumer. What the Innovation Lab is about is becoming a producer, where students are actually finding out what are the, what is, what are the mechanisms, what is behind developing software in computer science. How do you create how do you create apps? What is binary? How do you actually spend time deconstructing what is computer science? And how do I use this to build as on the back end, not the front end. The front end is the mobile devices. The back end is actually creating the software that people are implementing. And so there's uh, there are a lot of different programs that are, uh, are a lot of different organizations that are focused on coding. But uh, as Dr. Kwabata Bohan from Stanford University says, there's coding, and then there's coding. Well, and you know, it, that's just like also saying there's an app, and there's an app, because there are over Correct. a million apps. I, yes. I don't know that people know this. Right. There are over a million apps. There are just millions. So, uh, yes. yeah, it's, yeah, you got to define really, correct. space. It's really becoming proficient becoming proficient, becoming a learner, and finding out. And, and, beauty, and the beauty of it is there are amazing resources for, um, that Sankofa Global is using to implement these programs. Um, and then and the, the other part is... Name some of the resources. Some of the resources, MIT. MIT has an amazing platform, amazing curriculum. Technova- tech Innovation or Technovation has amazing... This is um, all for uh, young people. All for young people, yes. Even USC, Stanford, they have great curricular ideas around computer science, around learning math, and even the the design school, the D school at Stanford. The beauty of it, too, is the implementation. With Sankofa Global, we don't want students to work in isolation. Some of the students that I interviewed that were some of the top African-American students who were the top in their class in their high school and went on to Ivy League institutions found that they were at a deficit because they had not worked collaboratively in their high school experiences in chemistry, in physics, in science. They had not spent that time. What Sankofa Global is aiming to do is give underrepresented students the opportunity to have collaborative experiences where they're problem-solving together. Um, One of the greatest components, one of the uh, culminating projects for the Innovation Lab is as the students learn the, the, as they call the back-end part of computer science, and they actually develop some apps or applications that they're able to, oh, wow, I'm developing an application, and I have an idea on how to solve some of the challenges in, in the community. And then they pitch their ideas. They, they come up with an idea as a business plan, and they get a chance to pitch them so that they themselves can become entrepreneurs. That's the goal, for students to not just, learn something, but to utilize it and to see the value and benefit of utilizing their learning and changing their community and to build their own businesses. I mean, there's no greater, no greater dream than the American dream than to become an entrepreneur and seeing young people becoming entrepreneurs because they're doing it already in lots of different communities around, oh, the, yes. world, Absolutely. around the world and giving students who are historically underrepresented these same opportunities is monumental. Wow. Oh, wow. Absolutely amazing. So um, 
talk to us about how uh, an institution or individual would uh, just call you and say, I need you. Sure. <laughs> talk well, to us well, about my- that and, and how uh, uh, the next steps would look if we wanted to engage with the Sankofa Global Project. The next step for a school, a community-based organization, or even a foundation that would want to work with Sankofa Global is to have a meeting with me. Um, okay. Anyone can reach me on my phone number. My phone number is area code 862-216-2242. And you can email me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at Tracy L, as in Larry, gray.com. You can also visit my website at tracylgray.com to see some of the projects that we've already completed that we're working on and that we're moving toward. Um, the next step would be to actually have a meeting to discuss what, what is it that you would like for your community to learn? What would you like for your students to engage in? And part of that would be me observing students or observing um, a class or an after-school program or community-based organization, finding out, getting to know the population. Um, there is a commitment um, that Sankofa Global would expect of the family members as well. One thing I've learned as an educator is learning does not happen in isolation. Involving the family, involving the community makes all the difference in the world. If everyone knows the proverb that it takes a village to raise a child. And so involving the family and the community in, this, in these projects is crucial because student learning only happens effectively, I mean, because it can't happen in other situations. It can only happen effectively when there are other people involved. And so having a meeting discussing how Sankofa Global can work with your community, either starting with Tinker Day, starting with the workshop in the box, or starting with the innovation lab, or combining all three, and making it a year-long program is something that I'm more than amenable to working with. I have an amazing advisory team that is supportive of my endeavors, and so I don't work in isolation. Um, I work with uh, doctors and scientists and engineers to make this an amazing opportunity. One of the um, my advisors, um, uh, Dr. Sue Rosser, she is actually – the Vice President of Academic Affairs and the Provost at San Francisco State University, um, reminded me that it's not just enough to get our students and our young people and our young adults, college students, involved in science, technology, engineering, art, and math, but it's also pertinent that we help them sustain, that we, we prevent them from leaving the field because we don't want to lose out on all the benefits and knowledge that each person brings to science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And we have to provide support Absolutely. so that they can excel. So they can excel. Excellent. Absolutely. Wow. I'm very excited about your program. Uh, I think it's uh, so needed, especially uh, moving forward with uh, so much of what we have to do in nurturing our, our young people to be great leaders, and they can be great leaders right uh, in their own communities. So uh, I thank you so much for joining and sharing all of this great news on your project, uh, Tracy. It's absolutely amazing, and I'm thank very happy and proud. <laughs> so, very happy. Uh, thanks again for uh, 
coming to share, and thanks uh, to all of our listeners for um, tuning in. And as always, uh, we're here to empower that whole mind, body, spirit. And uh, it may not all uh, be connected at one time during a course of a day. Some may be off balance, but we have people like Tracy to just pull us back in and center our minds for as we're doing good. And a little bit of physical wouldn't help. <laughs> Would help. Yes. Uh, so thanks again for tuning in. And we have been speaking with Tracy Gray from the Global Sankofa Project. And we look forward to having you back again, Tracy. Thanks Take so much, Desiree. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.